Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Fermerlo Entertainment here on Blog Talk Radio, where tonight is Monday Night with Fermer. Basically, tonight we'll be talking about a lot of things. Um, in particular, our topic for this evening is men, women, and relationships. Um, on the call tonight, we want to go over some quick house rules first. Um, please, if you're listening on the phone, please make sure that your phone lines are muted. That way, if we're speaking and we unmute you, we don't hear any extra background noise. And actually, if you are somewhere where you have people, please try to eliminate yourself if you're going to be participating on the show tonight. Thank you. All right. So on the call, we have our producer, Cornelius, and we also have our co-host, Heather. Uh, So we're going to start off with Cornelius. Say what's up. Hello. What's up? What's good with you? I'm good. I'm doing good. How you doing? All is lovely. All is lovely. Been preparing for this show this evening. All right. So you can go ahead and unmute Heather as well so she can say what's up to everybody. How hey, everyone. You? I'm good. That's good. That's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So currently we have on the, uh, there's actually listening to the show right now, we have our guest caller, Tim, and we also have someone logged into the chat room. Um, definitely the chat room is open if you want to get to that. You just go to www.blogtalkradio.com slash F-O-R. Sorry, F-O. F-E-R-L-O-T, and then when you go there, you'll just probably just click on tonight's show, and then you'll be able to participate in the chat. Okay? All right. Now, Heather. Yes. What's going on, sister? A whole lot. A whole lot. A whole lot? What's up with those (laughs) current events? Well, actually, this one's kind of crazy, but I actually – I was reading that there is a 20-year-old woman in Florida. She shot her six-month-old child and then attempted to kill herself. And uh, the reasoning behind that was that recently, I guess a couple weeks before that, her boyfriend, father of the child, um, was arrested for domestic abuse. And um, family saw Facebook. She actually put a status up that she was about to do this on Facebook. They called the police and they got there too late and the woman actually lived, but the baby did die. Kind of crazy. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> so the lady shot the baby. Yep. And she mm-hmm. shot the baby because she was a or she was being domestically abused by the baby's father. That's what they're speculating at this point, yeah. So because she was abused, she's blaming it on the baby or she took it out on the baby? I guess she's taking it out. You know, they're still investigating, but that's what they're speculating at this point because of the arrest for the domestic abuse. So I don't know if she just felt there's no way out or what's going on, but it's pretty sad. That is very sad. That's crazy. Today, unfortunately. Um, also, Hillary Clinton, I wasn't really aware of this, 
right away, but apparently she uh she fainted from dehydration. You didn't and hear that? Uh, not no, not so not so recently. I don't know. Do you live in this country? <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> or you just work in this country. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. My mind is always out of this country. Somewhere else, far, far away. But um yeah, she got a blood clot blood clot from dehydration mm-hmm. and um or no, that was a concussion that caused the concussion from the, the concussion. dehydration when she fainted and caused the right. blood clot. So but um she's doing better now and they said it didn't cause any permanent neurological brain damage, which is good. She has the position she has. Yeah, I think she <laughs> so, went back to work today. Yeah. 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 She was only in the hospital three days, I believe. So that's pretty right. good for a blood clot. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. So, and the next thing that I find very interesting is that they're trying to, the government's trying to explain why they do not want to make marijuana legal. And they're giving mm-hmm. all the health reasons. And one that I was unaware of, personally, maybe because I'm not in this country, I don't know. There's one one about, it says that it can cause, it can trigger psychotic symptoms that would normally just, you know, be dormant had you not smoked marijuana, which I had no idea about. It's kind of interesting to me. um, um, So later on during the show, could you find us where we could find that particular information in regards to that? Because some of our listeners may smoke marijuana and, you know, they mm-hmm. may be interested in knowing that, so, you know. Yeah, sure. Not okay. a problem. Yes. All right. By the end of the show. Yeah. Okay. Sure. No problem. All right. So, yeah, and apparently I looked at, I tried to find what mental illnesses they were speaking of. didn't really give me any information on that, but apparently if you have them that run in the family already, they say mm-hmm. if you smoke marijuana, you can get that mental illness. Um, up to three years earlier than you would have if you didn't. Interesting. Oh. Yeah, that's interesting to me. And then, let's see, we got, uh, I think everybody's heard of stem cell research. I have. Okay. And basically the Supreme Court, they dismissed a long-standing appeal that was blocking funding for stem cell research because it is, it is very helpful, and it's good. They, the stem cell research helps with Parkinson's disease, type 1 diabetes, arthritis, burn victims. They use it for different things, even cardiovascular disease. Um, they find that it helps with those certain things, and but a lot of people find it a moral issue because of the way that they go about getting the stem cells. So, But they have released that um, appeal, so it's no longer... Mm-hmm. A problem. Okay. So what do you think about that? Well, personally, I mean, I think it's, I think it's needed, you know, because I mean, you don't ever know what what people are going through, and if there's something that another person can help them with, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with duplicating cells per se, as long as it's not cloning a person, even though we know that that's out there too. Um, Crazy. 
But those are my thoughts on that. Yeah. Cornelius. Yes. What are your thoughts? I think that we're talking about the marijuana um, incident, right? Well, we went. You can go back to that, sure. Um, I think that the marijuana um, that we have currently should be used for medicinal medicinal purposes for people that are in need of it um, for medical reasons. And there are a lot of medical reasons out there that they need it for. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm all for it. But, okay, but the the question comes in within it that could damage you, you know, Say that again, Heather. Basically, it's some a chemical or something that's in it could trigger a disease that you already have based on your genes, and it, you could actually start showing the symptoms of this disease or whatever it is that's hereditary. Up yeah, to psychotic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a psychotic. If you have some type of um, mental illnesses in your family, if you smoke marijuana, the signs of that coming, if you know. It comes up to three years earlier than it would has if you if you did not smoke marijuana. So it's interesting. So, but I, on the same token, I still agree with Cornelius. You know, some people need it. I mean, hey, you got to get out of here. You you can't stay on Earth forever. So. <laughs> I mean, it's just all help you why you here. Well, a lot of people's actions in the world. <laughs> exactly. And the other thing is, too, like, a lot of the stuff that we are putting in our bodies, we don't know what the long-term effects are anyway, you know, and it's really hard to know what we're doing to our bodies. So, I mean, you know, it's it's, it's tomatoes today, it's, you know, ketchup tomorrow. It's, you know what I mean? Like, so many other Very things true. that are out here that we are doing to our bodies that we just don't know the long-term effects, and it makes it really hard to know what we can and cannot do, you know. Very true. I think I think eggs is one that's in there every five minutes. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's bad. It's good. It's bad. Type of thing. Eggs but, is constantly. But I love my eggs. Sorry. That's right. Them. I have to have eggs. <laughs> I didn't like them as a kid, but I love eggs now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Moving on down the road, we're going to head on over to our hot topics and gossip column. So if you know any hot topics or any gossip, feel free to talk about it in the chat room. Feel free to raise your hand by pressing that number one if you're on the switchboard, or just hang up, call back, and press the one, and then you'll be screened into the call so you can actually participate. So, Cornelius, go ahead and start us off with hot topics and gossip this evening. Well, evidently the Twilight Star Bronson Pivoteer, um, he actually uh, was caught watering the plants, so to speak, <laughs> in oh, L.A. Lord. International Airport. Um, he actually got um, arrested after that for um, intoxication, you know, in, in public intoxication. But what happened was, he actually whipped it out and started peeing on the lounge floor. 
So that is all caught on tape. Yes, he whipped it out and started urinating on the lounge floor. So that was all caught on tape. Boy. And um, so he has some explaining to do behind that. Mm-hmm. Nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonder if that marijuana had anything to do with that. Shut your face. I don't know what he was doing, some of that but I was. Research stuff. I don't know what he was doing, but whatever he was doing, he needed to leave it alone because he whipped it out and um yeah, started watering the plant. Wow. I also a celebrity news was uh, Justin Beaver. I'm pretty sure that everybody started hearing about that. Where he oh. was in a LA I'm sorry, a California a hotel where he actually was smoking marijuana. Ooh. See? Or what looks or allegedly. Let's say allegedly smoking What's wrong with the marijuana. <laughs> he was allegedly caught smoking marijuana in this picture. Um, a lot of the uh parents that watch him are up in arms because they're like, you know, what are you teaching our kids and this, that, and the other, and and so on and so forth. And, you know, what I would say to that is that, you know, as a parent, we need to make sure that we are controlling our own kids and not allowing these uh, people who are still human, you know, they make mistakes. Um, and we got to remember that. And he's a young kid, and you know he he does he did he is doing what young kids do. So we can't really hold him accountable for that. Huh. All I right. Agree. Well, we're going to go ahead and go ahead and jump into our show topic tonight. Um, again, the show topic for tonight is men, women, and relationships. But before we do that, we want to go ahead and unmute Tim. Um, to see if he actually had anything he wanted to say. Um, If he doesn't have anything to say, just say not at this time. And we're going to leave your line unmuted for the remainder of the show. So I'm going to ask if you press mute on your phone to eliminate any background noise. Thank you. All right. So, Tim, you are now on the air. Did you have anything you wanted to add so far to what you've heard? Oh, how's it going, guys? Uh, no, I just never heard a weed giving you a psychotic episode. Uh, maybe an eating disorder because after you smoke it, you you know you want to eat, mm-hmm. get the munchies. Mm-hmm. That's all. I ever that's heard. What of. <laughs> well, that's what I used to experience in the past, you know. Maybe they got some new stuff out there. I don't. I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. All right. I'm sweating over here. Okay. So (laughs) we're going to start off our series uh, talking about women first. We wanted to throw a little piece out there. So we're going to start off with women. Um, So first we need to know what a woman is. A woman is a female human being, an adult female person, or a female attendant to the lady of rank. Or she could be a wife. And basically, that's a woman, and that came from dictionary.com. So we started there. <laughs> now, oh my let's God, talk about what, what <laughs> women really want. So, Heather, you being the subject matter expert about women, what is it that you feel that women really want around 
the honesty piece of our topic? Oh, wow. <laughs> I would have to say we – it's kind of a um, catch-22. We definitely want honesty, and yet some women cannot handle complete honesty. I I can totally admit that. You you know, women, we say, oh, I want a man who's honest. I want someone who's, you know, tell me when something's wrong. And yet sometimes when they do, we don't want to hear it, you know. Um, sometimes it's all about the delivery of the honesty, I would say. Okay. But overall, being honest is better because once you're honest, you you know what you're dealing with. So you can kind of work around that if, if the man cheated or what have you, then at least you know. But if they're constantly denying it, you're still – you can't deal with the problem. So honesty is always best, but sometimes we as women can't handle the truth, to be honest. Okay. Well, basically – in a nutshell, so women want to know the truth, right? So if you come to me and you got this new haircut and I say, <laughs> oh, Heather, you you look, mm, no, that doesn't fit you. And because I'm being honest with you, would that offend you or something? I mean, <laughs> but you, you, you said it you just like you said it now, oh, yeah. Yeah. The way you okay. just said it, it would offend me. <laughs> why? I'm being honest. Yeah, that's why I said it's about the delivery sometimes of the honesty. Like the way you deliver your honesty. You have okay, to so use tact, basically. Use tact. Okay. Yes. So, so act like we're on the like act like we're in person, and so you're okay. telling me about your new hairdo or whatever. So let's let's role play. Let's try this. Okay. Hey, baby, I got my hair done. What you think? That shit is fucked up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you can't say that. You and me in the doghouse. Yeah, <laughs> that would be over. We would have problems. You'd be on the okay. couch. Sorry. Okay, so rewind. Try again. <laughs> All right. Hey, baby, I got my hair done. What do you think? Oh, you did get it done? I hadn't noticed. Oh. See, you're just wrong. <laughs> but I didn't notice. You're giving oh up the prayer card. You, you always lie. <laughs> 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 but you said you're honest. I know. Well, I mean, that's honest. But, again, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm, I don't know. It's about delivery. It's about delivery. I mean, okay. Well, we're not we're on women today. I'll leave that alone until the next time. But yeah. Okay. So okay. So did you rather I just not okay. say anything at all? Is that what you would rather me do? No, I think that. Hey, baby, I got my hair done. Oh, okay. You know, I guess you don't want to say. It looks nice. You could say like, oh, I hadn't I hadn't even looked yet, or you know, you can say. Oh, I like, like that. the other one better, but you still look nice. But you still mm. look nice. Mm. I like the other one better, but you still look good. Yeah. That's not bad. That's, no. that's good. That's good. That's better. There you go. That's good. Your, you're always beautiful, and we never, and I never, ever, ever see you with a bad haircut. Ever. You always oh. make good choices. <laughs> no, see, oh. then we know you're lying. <laughs> 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 
cars now What is she thinking we can do it on the car now I know she wanna play It's written all on her face What's in them purple bottles Girl, I sure wanna take Pull up and open the door Home and new adventure tour We parked somewhere now she laid in front And now I'm kissing on her purple panties to bikinis Yeah, yeah, yeah You came cruising in my Lamborghini Yes, you are. Very right, actually. 
That's very true. That's something that's super important to every woman. Very much. So let me ask you this. So you and your man go out to uh, the movies, for example, because I don't want to – well, actually, no, we'll take it to the club scene. So for whatever the reason, y'all say, all right, we're going to go out tonight, and we're just going to have a party, just me and you, and we're going to walk up in there, and we're going to be us. So you walk into the place, and, of course, you're looking all good and stuff, and he all g down or whatever the case may be. And, of course, ladies are looking at him, and the men are looking at you, and out of the blue, someone comes and rubs your ass. What would you do? Um, I would definitely turn around, and I would say something. I, You know, excuse me, can I help you? Or, you know, I would say something to let them know that's not right. And I'm sure if my man was standing with me, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> it would not be good. So if your man didn't say anything at all and he just looked like what and he didn't say anything, how would you feel? Do you feel like it needs to be a verbal thing or could it be one of those just a look? You know how we can give you the look like what? Mug you. Yeah, if they look at him like in, they give him an intimidating look, you know, I'll be all right with that. But if they look at him like they're scared and they just don't want to say anything, I was like, that's whack. That's not cool at all. Like I don't, I don't want a man like that. So do you I'm not think, saying beat their ass, uh, but, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you say, Cornelius? I think it would be a long ride home. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you feel that most women want men to be aggressive or passionate or soft? I hate to say that word, soft. Call them weak-back <laughs> weak back men. Passionate, I think, would be the middle ground between the other two for sure. Like you want someone who's going to definitely let you know that they care, they noticed, you know, not necessarily, like I said, fight somebody over it. It's not all that serious unless it was, you know, like someone walked up and hit you or something like that. That's a little different, but a butt slap, a butt grab, you know, a guy can turn around and, hey, excuse me, you know, that's, that's not cool, don't let it happen again, or give them a look that's intimidating where they back off. You know, but to just sit there and look like a pansy and not say nothing and look scared yourself, that's unattractive. Who wants a man like that? Okay. So what if you and your man were on the dance floor and your man stepped off to go to get some drinks or whatever, and you still partying, you know, you're dancing, grooving by yourself, and then someone walks up to you and they ask, can they dance with you? Would you dance with them or? Uh, it would depend on the understanding my boyfriend and I had, but normally I would be like, no, sorry, you know, I got my man's right over there, and then they would okay. just leave. Okay, but your man is not looking, so this man grabs your hand and starts dancing with you. Do you Oh, so he dancing? actually did it. No. I would stop it. If I wanted my relationship. <laughs> How? <laughs> How would I would stop? I would tell him no, no, thank you. But I, you know, I have a man, and you know, some people can be overly aggressive. It's happened before, and then then I, I can get nasty, you know, cuss them out. But um, typically, people aren't like that. They'll just back off once they know there's another man involved. If they're smart. So. Okay, so let's let's take the same scenario, but this time you went to the club with your girl. And you're dancing. You know, I mean, y'all, I don't know what girls do when they out partying with them girls or whatever. So, I mean, I don't want you to tell all the ladies secrets tonight oh, because boy. no ladies are here to help you out. <laughs> yeah, where are the so, ladies? Come on. 
So when the ladies in, so y'all are dancing, y'all having a good time, and somebody asks you to dance, you're going to dance, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, I mean, that's I think the reason so. why you went, to, have, to go dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so. As long as you don't take it too far. Yeah. And what's, what's that too far line? Touching, grinding, rubbing. You know, you can but dance you, with somebody without humping them. And, you know, <laughs> some people don't think you can these days, but you can. So if it's that Freak Me song, you know, like, <laughs> get down and freak me, if that song started playing, would you exit yourself off the dance floor or would you continue to dance? Typically, I continue to dance or I'll just tell the person I want to dance alone. I, I do that a lot. Some people oh, don't have yeah. rhythm and and. They they screw up your rhythm, they mess it up, and you don't know if you're on rhythm or they're on rhythm. They just <laughs> like, <laughs> you just back up. So I do that a lot. I like to dance alone. But it, if I was dancing with somebody and they were trying to freak me or do some weird stuff, I would definitely tell them to stop. I would tell them to stop if I was single, honestly. Uh, it's not the type of party it is. Okay. So intelligent. Women are attracted to men who are smart and can hold intelligent conversations. So basically when it comes down to making important decisions, women expect the men to be in charge and to make the right yes. moves. Being with an intelligent partner, it allows you to be certain or have a certain reassurance that your needs and demands will be well satisfied with better communication and understanding. So I guess, now, when we talk about modern-day relationships, I don't really want to go into that part right now, but so I guess <laughs> when you're with someone, where's where, where the 50-50 if the woman wants someone to take charge? Well, I mean, this is one of those conversations that you're like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh-uh. Uh, shoot, that's, that's kind of hard because... Is it, is it, is it taking charge, or do they just want to be taken care of and cleared after? I don't know, Heather. <laughs> um, that, yeah, I would say that majority of the women, you know, definitely want that. They want someone who's going to take charge. I know for me personally, I like that. I think that is a man. I don't want a man who has to constantly ask me, you know. I actually kind of want a man who's a little bit smarter than me. I think that's attractive. I don't want to be the more dominant person. I feel like I'm I'm a woman, I'm a lady, but then there's some women who like to be the the boss. So but I think I think yeah, I think mostly though we definitely want someone who can take charge and make make decisions, consult us in the decision making. And then when it comes down to it, you know, as as the way I guess going way back like old times goes, the man makes the final decision. You know, I just think that that's for me how I like it, the traditional roles. And I think most women do, but so, so you would so you would want the man to be the head of the household, the one who kinda makes all the decisions and he also includes you in it, but he's in control of what's going on. Mostly yeah, I prefer him to be mostly in control, making the decisions, the provider. Um not that I couldn't help as well. Like I said, I'm kind of a little bit in between that. But overall, I want it more like um, 55, 55, you know, he to have the 55%, I guess I would say. 
or 51 rather, 51.49 to be more exact. And he just has a little bit more of an edge just because to me that's what a man is, you know. Okay. <clears throat> We're not getting too, too deep into the business. I don't think we're crossing those lines yet. We'll get there and we'll talk about relationships. Mm-hmm. Loyalty. So we have some women that have a fear of commitment, but they want the man to be loyal to them. Um, if there is no commitment there, how can you expect a man to be loyal to you? You really can't. You shouldn't, but some women, like you some women do that. It's like a double standard. You can't have it both ways. You either take the risk and jump in like the man did or you get out. That's how I feel about it because every time you you are with somebody, you love somebody, it's a risk every single time. And mm-hmm. some people are willing to take it and some aren't. Some people want it, but then when they, if they're faced with it, they back off. They mm-hmm. just they can't handle it. So, you know, I, I'm a woman, but I definitely think that, you know, you can't have it both ways. Um, so now the women don't like women. No, most. Right. Most so, <laughs> so if your man did not hold your door for you or your date didn't hold the door for you, like getting in and out of the car, pull your chair out or whatever, would you ever date him again or would you just think he was young or immature? What are your thoughts about that? That type of stuff, it, these Some women days don't like it doesn't – I'm sorry? Some women don't like it. Yeah, some women, you know, they think it's, I don't know, they're weird like that. Some women don't Mm -hmm. like it. You're right. I personally, I like it. I don't require it. I'll say that. You know, it's nice to see a man do it these days, but to be honest, the the day and age that we're in now, a lot of men just don't. They weren't trained to do that. My son does that. But, you know, a a lot of men don't. So, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it a deal breaker. No, if they let the doors fall in my face, I'm. <laughs> be one thing. <laughs> they go in before me and just leave the door. In my, you know, let it shut in my face. That's kind of an issue, but, you know, I can open my car door. I can pull my own chair out. But it is nice to see it sometimes because it's not as common as it used to be. So what if your date said, you know, after you've done eating, just extravagant meal at the five-star restaurant, and then he'll say, well, you know, I think we should go Dutch tonight. How would you – I mean, do do you expect the man to pay, <laughs> or he asked you out on a date? So what what is what, – I mean, are you expecting him to pay? I mean, personally, I would say I would expect him to pay if he asked you out. But if he's like, we're going Dutch, what, how would you feel? If he said we're going Dutch at the last minute after I just ordered like a twenty dollar plate, <laughs> so you saying? Is no, no, it no, 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 no. You, you've already eaten. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we, he didn't discuss the Dutch date beforehand, basically, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah, that would be a problem, and that is something that I try to prevent. I recently went on a date, and you know, I 
kind of, you know, put it out there sometimes just to see what the man will do. I'll, you know, they'll ask and I'll say, well, you know, I'm kind of short on funds. Can we do it another day? Just to see if they're going to oh. say, oh, no, I've got you. And then if, they, if they're like, oh, okay, I'll be like, yeah, well, that date will never happen because <laughs> I do think a first date, if you're asking, you need to pay, you know. Okay. And, but one thing I, I try to do is always make sure I have my backup money in case something like that does happen, you know, okay. or tell them I'm going to the bathroom and get the hell out of there and leave them with the check. Like, that's another <laughs> option. Like, <laughs> I'm you not going to be stuck there because so you're an you- ass. Man, if you happen. think you're going on a Dutch date, you make sure she does not <laughs> say she's going to the restroom because she will leave you there with the check. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, who does? Who, I mean, people do it, but it's not, that's not cool. You don't spring that on someone at the last minute. You make that known. You know? I, I, oh, God. I would die if that happened to me. I would be pissed. I would say, really? You, you serious? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's talk about managers and you know hygiene. So. Oh God. <laughs> okay, so your boy he he's he's been low, you know he's been down and out. He's just going through some things in his life, and you know he met <laughs> you at the grocery store, and you know you don't know that he doesn't have a job or he's trying to get a job or whatever the case may be. But he has a few dollars, you know, he says that he wanna take you out to dinner. Now when you saw him earlier, you know, his, you know, he had <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> okay, he had uh for example, uh I mean he had a baseball cap on, so you, you really didn't know or whatever the case may be. Oh, and when you go out on this date and you realize that he has a receding hairline and he needs a haircut <laughs> really, really bad. <laughs> really oh, bad. God. <laughs> How would you feel? Would you continue to have the date when you see him or would you excuse yourself, find some way to get out of it? Or does that not really bother you as much? I would typically probably finish the date because it's kind of shallow. Um, but mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't do it again unless, you know. <laughs> Things changed, <laughs> but I wouldn't make them feel bad just because they have a bald spot in a mullet or something. <laughs> finish the day and then get out of it as early as possible and not repeat it. <laughs> I haven't heard of a mullet. <laughs> a mullet and a bald spot that is not attractive. So if you've got a bald spot, man, please shave the rest off. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> happens. Go ahead. What happens when you actually meet the person and you're not that attracted to them? How do you handle that? Now, that has happened to me. The person looked completely different than their picture. And, um, <laughs> yeah, that was an issue. We were at the restaurant and... You know, I was trying to get through the date, but I did say, you know, you don't look anything like your picture. And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I, I grew hair, and and God only knows what else happened to him in between time, but it was not what I pictured. It was not what I saw in the picture. So you I'm like going to Yeah, yeah. You got a little bit fatter or whatever, shrunk three inches, all the above. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get through this date. So the waitress. 
was laughing at me because she could tell I was disgusted. The date was just weird. He was using baby talk and just being weird. So he he finally was like, I'm going to go pee-pee. And I'm like, really? You're going to tell me you're going pee-pee? So as soon as, as, soon as he went pee-pee, I went out the door and took off. I was out. Horrible. Don't do that. If you're going to meet somebody, they're going to eventually see that you are not who you said you were. Just be yourself. Pee-pee. Pee-pee in the potty. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so in the same token, uh, (laughs) we have to be mindful of what we say around women when we're talking about things of that nature. So would you prefer Mm. to say, I'm going to go do the number one? No, just say I'm going to the bathroom, the restroom, you know. I don't need to know what you're doing. Why You could be picking your nose. Just say you're going to the bathroom. I don't need to know all that. You know? <laughs> I don't need to know. I don't think any woman wants to know, honestly. First date, too? Come on. Off the chain. Yeah, that was sad. So if you're on a date. But did I answer the question, by the way? Yes, you did. Yes, <laughs> okay. Yes. All right, all right. Okay. So if you went out on a date and the person that you're seeing or whatever you want to call it starts talking about his ex and he's saying how much of a nasty trollop or whatever he want to call her, how would you feel? I mean, would you laugh or be like defend her or would you just, I mean, do you think that's proper etiquette when, you know, on the first date? Um, typically it's not. Okay. Um, I, I've done it myself. But um, <laughs> I think it depends on the conversation and where it goes. If he just starts talking about her and bad-mouthing her, you know, I don't, we're not even, on, like, on that kind of subject line. He just comes out with it. I would just probably take mental notes and not date him again. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't side with her. I wouldn't side with him. I would just let him talk, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, let him keep going and make mental notes and never talk to him again. But I think sometimes you meet with people and there's, you know, a different kind of connection where it's, you feel comfortable and then that maybe, you know, the conversation goes, well, what ended your last relationship? And then you're talking and then that kind of like eases into it and everybody's talking about their last relationship. That's a little different. But, yeah, just coming out and bad-mouthing her, something's wrong with you. You don't need to be on the date. I would not do it again. Now, how do you feel about breaking up over a text message? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Actually, okay, let me me rephrase that question. (laughs) Oh, my God. So how would you feel if the man sent you a text message saying, you know, I don't think this relationship is working or I don't think we should date anymore via text? Are you, like, looking at my text messages on my phone? Like, <laughs> honestly. No. no. That actually has happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I laughed when you said it. I was like, are you serious? Yeah, that's actually happened, and that oh. was not cool. That was not cool. <laughs> I think that um, if you have a certain type of relationship with somebody, if if you're calling it a relationship, first of all, mm-hmm. then it needs to be just that, and there needs to be communication either 
the phone is not even really a proper way to do it. I don't think. I think it needs to be face to face. In person. Exactly. I mean, if you're calling it a relationship at that point, you know, then you need to treat it as such and give the person the respect of doing it in person, you know. I think over the a text message is kind of cowardly, but, you know, hey, not everybody can be a man. Okay. Now, say, for example, you decide that, Okay, he said that he's going to cook dinner for you. This is the first date, and he wants you to come over, and he wants to cook dinner for you. And when you walk into the house, you see shoes all over the place. It looks like a true bachelor pad. Then you see you see the table it has been dressed properly, so everything is in order. But when you when you first walk into the house, you see all of this shit, pretty much. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Would you have dinner, or would you, I mean, what would you do? Would you feel comfortable enough to even eat the food? I mean. If it, if it was filthy, no. If it was just clutter and shoes and, you know, like they hadn't quite cleaned up their mail or something, I don't really have an issue with clutter per se. Um, I would watch it and see if that was a constant, persistent thing. I would. It wouldn't be a deal breaker. But um, if it was filthy, Okay, so it's filthy, honey. You saw Cousin Uh, Roach creep from under the closet door (laughs) when you were hanging up your coat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would leave for sure. I would not. I wouldn't be scared to sit on the furniture, no. (laughs) What what would you say, though? I mean, how are you just going to walk out? um, I might. (laughs) Text a friend and say, text me and tell me something's wrong or <laughs> tell me you got to leave and I got to come home and get my kids. I don't know. I would I would definitely have somebody call and get me out of it if I couldn't think of anything myself, but I would definitely leave. I mean, honestly, that's all I do. <laughs> Excuse me, I don't eat dinner with rodents or roaches. I, I mean, I would never say that, but, you know, I date, I'm dating you, not that roach. So, no, I would definitely leave. <laughs> Okay. Now we're going to get a little touchy with this one. Oh, boy. Um, respecting your space. Now, when a woman say they don't want to be bothered, what are they really talking about? When they be like, I'm just not in the mood right now, what is the problem? Are you PMSing or are you just... <laughs> I, we, you know, what is really going on? You just really don't want to talk about it. What, what's going on? We need to know. Um, that rarely happens with me. I like to conversate a lot. But when it does, usually it's because I can't find the words that I'm trying to use to articulate what's going on. Or I'm trying to figure out a certain way to say something. Um, or a lot of times I have to work through an issue it's super stressful first before I can even talk about it. So, um, but typically I'm the type to want to tell my man, you know, like to to let it out to my friends as well. I, I'm the type of person that has to talk about my problem to make myself feel better. Where some do keep it to themselves and just want their space and left alone. But mm-hmm. usually, if they want their space and to be left alone, it's, it's because they just really don't know what to say, how to say it, or they don't want to say it yet. Um, and sometimes it's PMS. Sometimes y'all just get on our nerves. And we need oh. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. No. 
You don't want to do not that. You, not you too. Not you too. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Now, when looking for that significant other and talking about being friends, are you looking for a friend first, or are you looking for them to be your man? I mean, what are you looking for? Hmm. That's hard because I've found it different ways before. I mean, the best way is to start out as friends, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't go that way. Sometimes you just have a killer chemistry with somebody, and then you get to know each other as it goes. And I don't just mean a sexual chemistry. I mean, you have a lot of things in common. So you're not quite friends yet, but you've decided, no, we're going to try and make this work because we like each other that much, and we'll become friends as this goes. Um but I do think becoming friends first is better because then it's kind of accidental. You just kind of fall into it. Um, mm-hmm. And then you already know what you need to know. There's not a lot of pressure, you know. I, I don't know. That's That one's kind of difficult because it can go so many different ways. <laughs> so how do you – okay, so when dealing with a man, how – when is it? Let me try to phrase my question. <laughs> How do you know he's trying too hard? I do. So if um, he's trying so hard to be your man, and I mean you're just friends or you're dating, but he wants to be the man. What would be an example of him trying too hard? I'm trying. There's a. I guess. Um. Would you sometimes like he, you can tell. Go ahead. Would you feel like he's being desperate? Yes. Or, okay. That's that's one. Um, pushing too hard, um, wanting to spend time with you, but it kinda, it's kind of needy when they act kind of needy. You know, it's one thing to be needy when you're having a moment and you're, you're already with the person, but mm-hmm. when you're needy off the top, that's unattractive, and it makes you look just, ugh just unattractive all the way around. And <laughs> it makes you look like the woman. Like like I said, I like to be the female. Uh, I don't want a man who's going to act like a female and cry bitch and moan because they want you to pay some attention to them. Why didn't you text me? I texted you 30 seconds ago. Where are you? Get over yourself. You know what I mean? Okay. But if we do that, it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? So you definitely don't want a man who acts, you know, needy. Like it's kind of a needy, um, desperate thing. I like it. Okay. All right. So that pretty much sums up our women's piece for our topic of men, women, and relationships. Uh, Tim, are you still with us? While we have Heather on the phone, did you have any questions about anything <laughs> that you came to ask? Interesting conversation. Hi, Heather. Hi. I I do have a question. Um, in regards to relationships, okay. sometimes when you start out a relationship as friends and you try to establish it that it's just friends, and um, it goes to the next level, it's a mutual thing. And okay. in the in the beginning, the woman is okay with it, but then, you know, in your mind, you're still friends, but now they want a commitment. I mean, mm. I think, I, well, you know, when you get physical, the dynamics change. Why is that? Mm. Um, 
okay. When it gets physical, you want to know why it changes, basically. Yeah, you, when you establish that it's just friends and you guys, you, you're both adults. Same because, yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's rare that, it's rare that both people are always on the same page in that situation, I would say. Um, usually one catches more feelings than the other. Um, usually it's us, women. <laughs> Um, a lot of women can't handle that because we're mo- more emotional creatures, and men are just not. So, not that they're not ever, but they're just not as emotional as we are. So, mm-hmm. you know, when it's physical, we attach, you know, that with our emotions. And if we don't know how to, you know, handle ourselves in that way, a lot of times we do get attached, and it becomes a problem. That's why a lot of times guys don't like to do that, or they like to, you know, really be upfront. You know, I don't want anything more than this. It's just a friendship. And that should be enough to the woman to let him know, but sometimes, you know, feelings happen anyways. You can't really control it. Hmm. I mean, that's a good answer, but it uh, still doesn't really uh, solve my problem. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think she's well, going to tell all these secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, tell me, what, tell me what, I, what am I missing? Let me know. Well, no, no, I mean, you answered it from a woman's perspective. Um, and that's kind of what I've been getting. I mean, it starts off where it's great. And mm-hmm. both you and the woman realize, you know, recognize that it's just friends and we, you have a great friendship and then it, it drifts into something else. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, we're we, we still buddies. But mm-hmm. then the dynamic changed. And it's like, well, I don't know if I can just be your friend now. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Okay. So the so you're saying the guy feels that way? No, no. The, the, no, the girl. The woman wants yeah. more. The guy is like, you know, okay. I want. You know, I thought we were just friends, and it just happened. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's the risk you take. There's no way to really prevent it. You just take that risk. You know, you really gotta. Yeah, I don't. I can't solve the problem because it's never going to be solved. The women are going to keep doing it, and men are going to keep doing it. It's just the way it is. You got to take your chances or don't. You no. Know, yeah, just like it's, it's why I have to be all or nothing. Um, if it's that case, they're really in love with you at that point, and then they they feel like they can't go back to being friends. You know, it's it's harder for us to do that sometimes. I personally have a lot of male friends, and it's easy for me, but. Um, a lot of girls just, they don't know how to separate that physical part or what have you with their emotions. They, they just they just don't know how. And so once they cross that line, you know, it's the way it is. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no problem. It's all good. Thanks. Good <laughs> You're welcome. Um, how hard is it sometimes after your heart is broken to um, be able to let somebody else in? Because what I'm finding is a lot of people that I'm running in contact with, um, once I'm always um, compared to the next person or what somebody else did instead of what I'm doing. I think there's a thin line between that. Um, I think that we all need to learn from our past relationships, and some people see that as baggage or comparing, what have you, and, and some people really do. Like, 
compare and stuff. I think that you need to when you when you end a relationship for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you need to do an inventory of your life and figure out what can I take from this, what can I learn from this, and um, really try to recover. You know the proper way. Let yourself grieve. Let yourself feel your emotions. Don't try to mask it and get another. Get a you know um, what do they call those? Um, I can't think of the word. Don't go run out and get another man or woman or whatever, you know, right away. Just let yourself heal and take those lessons with you to the next relationship, but not to the point where you're comparing somebody. People that do that, they haven't got over their past relationship, in my opinion. They're just still angry, bitter, whatever. They're doing all these other things instead of trying to really heal the proper way. They're trying to mask it so they don't have to feel it. And then they carry this baggage with them. We all we all carry baggage to a certain extent, but the difference to me between baggage and like lessons learned are all about how you carry yourself in the next relationship when you're trying to be in one. You don't want to be bitter or say, "Oh, where were you because my ex used to do that and then this happened." You know that's baggage. But you you do have to learn from your past relationships and be more cautious about something you've learned or now I know next time when it, when someone says this then it probably means this and you, you, you can pull yourself back or do what you need to do at that point but don't hold it against them or compare them that's that's where it becomes baggage in my opinion how important did I even to answer you that? is that you did thank you okay. um, how important to you is trust and communication in a relationship it's everything it's there's not one that's above the other. I think they go hand in hand. And um, if you don't communicate, you know, that you have a problem and the other person can't fix it, and then there's a breakdown and then lots of things can happen. You know, um, I had a situation where I did something that wasn't quite right. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't right. Um, we talked about it, thought the problem was solved, and months, months, and months later it was brought up to me that it was a problem while we were still together. And in that in that particular instance, I feel like it was on that person to have come to me and told me, look, this, this situation that happened is still bothering me. If you don't communicate that with the person, you know, there's a breakdown. Then, then, then there was a breakdown in the relationship. But this whole time I thought everything was great, and really it wasn't. You know, and had he communicated with me, then maybe we could have fixed it. And then you get closer in that way. You build trust with each other that way. It, you got to have both, and they go hand in hand. All right. Well, everyone, we've come to an end of another show. Um, we would like to thank each and every one of our listeners that were out there this evening. But before we go, we want to always give the platform to our guests that are on the actual call. Tim, did you have anything that you wanted to say before we let you go? No, I just want to say uh, thanks for the show. I appreciate, uh, I like tuning in to you guys. You guys have done a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Heather, go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did you have anything you want to say? <laughs> I just want to thank everybody for calling in and listening. And they 
more people need to call. They need to call in and say, you know, participate in the conversation. Where's all my girls? They didn't help me out, but that's okay. That's all right. Well, we we still but, got more more nights to go, so they better call right. in. They're gonna come. They're gonna. They gotta back me up. I can't do this alone. So. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for everyone who did listen tonight. Thank you. Cornelius. Yes. I wanted to thank Tim for calling in again. I wanted to thank Heather for doing a phenomenal job. I wanted to thank uh, Merlo as well. I, you know that you have doing your best, and we are we rocking and rolling, and I'm happy. All right. Well, I want to thank each and every one of you once again for tuning in to For Merlo Entertainment here on Blog Talk Radio, where we talked about you, we talked about everybody, everything under the sun. Tonight's topic, we started our series of men, women, and relationships. Until next time, everybody. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let's back this up. Okay. We want to thank our co-host for jumping in on the call tonight, Miss Heather. She's our new co-host. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then, of course, our outstanding producer who jumps in and out of the conversation to work the switchboard and some more stuff that he's got going on over there. We thank you both for what you're doing. Um and, of course, the man that made all of this happen, our Heavenly Father. And like you say, with Fremel Entertainment, do more than a dream, live it. Good night, everybody. Good night. It's dark in the day, now play, now don't complain. Look up the sun, it's just a crowd away. You're so afraid to cry, but your heart be feeling dry. But you keep thundering, thundering I'm wondering, wondering Why you keep thundering Won't you just pray And get it over with Can I feel the pain I babe, I won't complain I hear you say we got the sun It's just a cloud away And I was so afraid to cry
Just a crowd 